excited. Welcome everybody online. I wanted to say hi to you. That's why I always remember I got to say hi to you. Tonight we're going to get in. Uh, at the end, we'll, if we have time, we'll touch into Matthew, Mark 14. A good word about prayer there. And the whole, well, actually everything was. Says. First, Second Corinthians 10 was speaking to the fact that we're keeping a, a, the warfare that God gives us a victory to bring our minds and thoughts into captivity and to obedience to Jesus. So, wow, we're in a good day. Bless you. Get ready to receive. We've got after aftermath of, of, of things that occurred during the uh, uh, returning as well as things that have happened today and as well as things that are going to happen this Sunday. So blessings. All right. All righty, right. Um, I've, I've made some promises through the weekend and I wanted to open and fl flow with that. So I'm going to let you, Mary, come on up and share what you'd had some visions that really confirm were happening during the weekend. And then, Mike, you were gone on duty, so I'll let you share afterwards. Do you do that to Kristen too? Stone out. You, you, you'll get. To I'm going to have you share testimony after. Okay. Yeah, down there. Sorry, I'm sorry, Mary. Don't jump. Well, I guess you can. <laughs> that was not somebody about to do something bad. <laughs> Don't jump. Go ahead. Um, well, okay, I'll try to do the visions quickly and then um, pray through it um, because I think um, the Lord showed me um, a, during 2009 and 2010, I was just writing and writing and writing like crazy with downloads, revelation from the Lord, visions, trances, all kinds of stuff. And during that time, there's, t there's um, two visions that I had that are really happening. I mean, it's like getting prepared for and it's happening from start to finish. So the first one was, I was had this vision of this huge life-size Bible and it was open closer to the beginning and there were people running cr through it like we're doing now, w running through the Bible, you know. Um, and it, at, you know, down more closer to the end, there was worshipers, flag people, you know, they're up on the stage are worshiping, and as they're worshiping, uh, it's, it's clearing out the atmosphere of this dark smoke, and it's expanding. It's like the Lord's glory light, and um, these black crows that represent like death were just falling to the ground. It was destroying them. And on the other end, you know, we're, I was over, uh, standing over there, but just as a representation of uh, people, but I was pouring a pitcher of blood out on, there was uh, people that were laying down and they couldn't run through the Bible. They're on it, but they couldn't run through it. And so I was pouring a pitcher of his blood and it would dissolve the roots that were uh, around them and they would get, be able to get up and um, walk on. And the particular person that I saw in that vision that recently happened. And um, then at the very end, there's, you know, I saw there was this big long line of people that wanted to get on the Bible, but they couldn't. They couldn't no, enter you're, you're, into the scriptures like we're doing now. And so it's like reach over and help them. And all of a sudden, all these other hands started grab, you know, started helping. All these helping hands just started helping. So there's a lot of people that can't get on. And, um, 
you know, it's, I, I guess it's up to us to help some of them get up and understand how to get on, you know. And it's like by grace through faith you step into Christ. By grace through faith you can, you can actually step into the spirit like that and actually experience God's word. The other vision was all the way at the, all the, way at the other end, it was Jesus' return. And I saw him coming, coming back on a white horse with her fiery eyes and all that stuff. And he's coming. And all of a sudden, and these were way back then. I, I remember sharing them back then, but nobody had words for them back then or understanding. But um, it, when, I saw at a dis, when I saw at a distance, it was just Jesus. But then he zoomed in, back and forth. He zoomed in, and it was us on white horses. And we're makeup, because we're the body of Christ. We're all in place, you know, and our kids behind us. And, and we have weapons, we have armor, and all that stuff. And then he went back, and it was just Jesus. And it, back and forth. And it's like, oh, I got it, you know? So it's about his return. And this was the returning. And, but the one thing I noticed is that the Lord was highlighting that some people had missing pieces of armor uh, and stuff like that. And the Lord showed me that back then that whatever we, gifts we have, and uh, some people don't put on their armor, they're not going to have armor. If they don't use their gifts, they won't be able to, you know, use them in that particular time. It's, it's whatever we practice. So, so, so I just think today those are two perfect visions. Can you pray those and we can, we'll stand up to receive? Yes. Okay, yes. so let's all stand up and position your heart to receive. Cause... Okay, and um, I'm going to pray through them, but uh, this, uh, especially the first one is it's an interactive prayer to not only receive it, but actually we... The whole thing is entering into God's word. Yes. yes. And that's, you know, that's what we're going to do. Um, the vi most, all the visions are based on his scripture. You know what I mean? That he gives me. But, um, okay, so by grace through faith, we step into Christ. Yes, we do. Yes. And Lord, we, we um, ask that you would activate the eyes and the ears yes. and the feeling. Yes, Lord. That we would be able to experience. Yes, Lord. And, and know uh, where we are, Lord. So we enter into the Bible, Lord, through your word. It's a, it's a, a doorway in. Every scripture is like a doorway in. We come in, Lord, and Lord, show me, show us where we are on the Bible. Yes, Lord. Yes. And what the significance of that is, Lord. We receive that and if we're the helping hand or we're the worshiper whatever we're doing running through it Lord we want to experience your word so we ask Lord that everybody listening everybody online could enter in the spirit and actually experience that Lord and Lord yes, we Lord. ask that you would prepare us and help us to use our gifts now to put on our armor now so we can um, you know, be those mighty warriors, fully equipped, fully dressed in the end time when you're returning, Lord, and uh, annihilating all the evil. 
And we ask that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Mike, come on up. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Did you guys enjoy the returning? That, yeah, what a gathering. I mean, it was so much transferring and truth coming. Mike had to be away protecting our country. What do you want me to share? Um, Just what well, you can share, you can share the, what you saw in prayer today right there yeah. about the wave. Um, well, I have just been, um, God's been doing a lot in the prayer time. Uh, and um, one of the things we, I, I saw in my vision today, just as in prayer, um, was uh, sort of a revival in the family. And I just really, I just really felt like, I mean, we were in prayer today and just, uh, and there was just such a, I mean, Becky was there, there was like such a, a washing that was going on and uh, sort of a restoration that was going on. I saw like all these little flames all over our nation and, uh, and it was like individual families that the Lord was just restoring. And, um, and, and like literally I could see like thousands, millions of them all over and God was was uh, was doing a restoration work in fathers and sons and sons and fathers and and mothers and daughters and so on and so forth and and I could just um, I just I felt like such a burden to pray for my own family because like my family's had some splits and and stuff like that and and uh, and recently um, we were at a family reunion and we had a real breakthrough because. Uh, because the Lord was able to do something in me, not because of something he did in them. Right. And um, it was like, we, we were just doing our family talk at night and it was like outside family. And, and I started to share with them how, you know, how sorry I was that I wasn't like, that I was comparing myself to them. And, and I was, and I was, it was this like real humbling moment where I, and I began to weep in front of them. And we just had this real breakthrough moment. I've never had conversations with this member of my family uh, in a long time. And uh, I really believe that um, if we want to see the prodigals return, if we want to see our families be restored, it really does start with us. It really does start with our place of surrender. What are we willing to give up? Are we willing to give up our pride for our family, are we willing to do that? And, and, and God's been pulling things out of me because I'm a very prideful person. He's been pulling things like comparison and jealousy and all that kind of stuff out of me. And so I just, uh, I really do think that the church is kind of awakening up to uh, what it means to, uh, to walk in, in pure humility, pure meekness, mm -hmm. pure courage, mm -hmm. you know, for our family. So I'm just gonna pray that over yeah, our, uh, our the body and and I just uh, Holy Spirit I just thank you Lord that um, as we go deeper with you I really do like as we go deeper with you you pull things off of us yes Lord yes you pull things off of us you say okay you want to go deeper with me okay this is what you need to give up then we go deeper yes. and we want to go deeper and you're like okay what else are you willing to give up we go deeper and deeper and this is why deep cries out to deep 
And so, Holy Spirit, I just pray that we would never stop right now surrendering. Holy Spirit, do a work in us right now. Do a work in our hearts. Lord, that we can get to a place of full surrender to you. Because when we surrender to you and we submit under your authority, we walk in your authority. We walk in true authority. And so, Holy Spirit, I just pray this body and all the church over all America, over the whole world, Lord, can realize that faith is subjective to when we realize who we are under authority. And so, Holy Spirit, I just pray that we would rise to that revelation right now for the sake of our families, for the sake of the prodigals. God, we will not rest until we see them experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We will not rest. We will go deeper, Lord, because their salvation depends on it. And so, God, I thank you for that revelation. I bless all of Jubilee, God, with the grace, because it's not out of us. It's only you that we can do this. I didn't do it out of myself. I did it because you drew me. And so, Holy Spirit, draw us deeper to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 (laughs) Kathleen, would you come and share with these are the people that, that we had connection, and this is about what a vision she saw and what she's doing, and then we're going to, it's going to kind of affect our Sunday morning, so I want us all to be able to join in prayer on this. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm not usually here on, on Wednesday, but um, yeah, I'm so glad to be here. And um, the Lord has been bringing me up a mountain and it's it's literally a mountain of surrender and total dependency on him and I just think for all of us he's bringing us full circle back to where we begin you know as our first love and um, this morning when I was I was up a real mountain and I hike up a mountain and that's my secret place one of them um, with the Lord where I really hear from him and as I was going up he said listen to my heart and um, he wants us to hear the beat of his heart And he said, I've given you, and it can be a real mountain or a spiritual mountain. God is saying, come up higher. I want you to come up higher. He's saying it really clearly um, to me and to all of us, I believe. And he said, there's things that I want you to move in for my glory. And he said, it's not up to you. He said, it's all up to me, just keep coming up higher. And he said, I've given you hinds feet for these high places. And he said, just listen to the beat. He said, listen to my heart. He said, I'm calling my bride. And he said, "Um, I'm bringing you into my chambers. And it's a deeper, deeper relationship and intimacy. And he doesn't want us to miss anything that he's doing right now. And I shared with Pat.
Pastor Steve about the special miracles and um, some of the other people know, uh, have heard me speak about them. But um, there's these special miracles that he's bringing us into. And in Acts 19, um, 11 through 12, Paul did special miracles by imparting um, these anointed handkerchiefs. And it was just a, a it was just a point of contact with agreeing with the Lord because he's telling us so strongly now and I keep hearing it. It's been for months and months and months um, that he wants us to come in to the resurrection of the dead and the laying on of hands for impartations and not just for Christians, but for divine appointments. You know, wherever we are, God wants us to be imparters because we're carrying the kingdom. He said the kingdom of God doesn't come, Jesus said, by observation, but it comes because the kingdom of God is within you. So we've, we've received the kingdom. He wants us to be releasers of his kingdom. And um, so I, shall I share yeah, the handkerchiefs? Please. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there were these handkerchiefs that I purchased and I made sure that they were, they, some of them were probably antiques, but they were very beautiful. And they were secondhand and there was just stacks of them, Lord. And I said to the Lord, uh, could this be for what Paul did for the impartation for spe special miracles? And the Lord answered me. And for me, he has a sense of humor. A lot of times he said, I, th I thought you'd never ask. And then he began to elaborate um, things that he was going to do and how he was going to enlighten the eyes of our understanding. Like it says in Ephesians, that um, there's other things, there's more. There's so much more. And things we haven't seen, things that we haven't done, that the Lord has need of through impartations. But we're going to see them. We're going to see them. I had a vision one day, and it was in three parts. And um, First, I saw, um, I saw a dead person, and the Lord said, pray for this person. And I said, um, but Lord, he's dead. And he said, I said, pray. And, and so I just prayed, and the person rose. And then there was, um, there was a person sitting in the church who didn't have legs. He was here. And the Lord said, I want you to pray. And the way he said it was like, um, like as if the, the legs were already there. Pray for the legs that are right there. I said, Lord, he doesn't have any legs. And the Lord said, I said, pray. And I began to pray, and the legs immediately appeared. 
And then the next thing, he showed me a chair, and it was in the sanctuary, and there was no one in the chair. And the Lord said, I want you to pray for the person that's sitting here right now. And I, I said, there's no one there. And he said, I said, pray. And I started to pray, and the person was translated, and he was here, the person that was supposed to be here. And I believe God is saying, like those dry bones, they're all out, they're all around. There's dry bones, and there's a sound that we haven't heard yet, and it's the beat, it's here, but we're, God's going to open our ears and enlighten the eyes of our understanding for the beat, and it's the beat of his heart for the bride. And the bride is going gonna, is gonna to hear that, that sound. There's a sound of God's heart, and he's calling his bride, and he's prepared his bride, and his bride is ready. And um, so these are... <laughs> These are the hankies, and they are anointed. I, I even got a phone call this morning from somebody I hadn't. She lives in L.A., and um, I had never spoken to her about any of these things. She lives down by Redlands and past L.A. area. And um, she called me, and she said, I had a dream last night. And... Um, she said it was came in a lot of parts. She said, I had a dream about you. And she said, um, the first part of the dream, she said, you and Mark were sitting at a table. And you were just loving on each other. You were laughing. You were talking. You were enjoying life. And, and she said, and you were putting, you were putting together a puzzle that like the Lord had given you the, some pieces, and he's saying this one goes here, and that one goes there, and this one goes over here. I believe he's given us all pieces of the puzzle. And he said one day before he puts the puzzle together, he, he has to remove the pieces that don't belong. And now he, the puzzle, I believe, is in his his people, his bride, they, we all have pieces of that puzzle. And she said, after that, she said there was somebody, and she knew it was a young man. She goes, I, I've never met your son, but I know it was your son. And he was there too, and he was working on the puzzle. <laughs> and then she said, there was another couple there, and it was a, a young, um, she said, looked like he was about 17, and the um, he was with his sister, and his sister looked about a year younger, and they were there too in this vision. And it's 7-Eleven right now. <laughs> I don't know if that's, is that the time? I like that number. <laughs> anyway, um, she said the sister was blind in this vision. This was the other part. She goes, the sister was blind, and she was there too. And my son, in the vision, said to the brother of the blind sister, um, come, come away, let's go for a swim. And she said there was a big window, 
and we were looking out this big window, and in the window there was a there was a pool of water, but she said it wasn't a, sw a swimming pool. She said it was like a lake. And she said the, there, there was a fountain and the water was flowing. And she said it was, was living water that was flowing out this window. And she said, um, when my son was able to take the, bro the brother out to go for the swim, the blind gal, was fearful and she said in the dream in this part of the dream you went over and you said do you know that God can heal you and you can see too and she said how could that happen how could anybody do that and I said let me lay hands on you and I laid hands on her eyes and she could see and she said in the last part of the dream, we were just praising the Lord and jumping up and down because somebody who hadn't seen before could suddenly see. And these are, we're getting an inkling of special, these are all inklings. God said, I've given you inklings because yeah. I say to him, yeah. I said one day, I, I don't have any, even have an inkling how to do that. He said, it's not about you. He said, it's all about me, yes. and I will do, I will perform these miracles. So I, I know that the body, I believe with all my heart, we're ready. Yeah. We're ready for special miracles. Yeah. And they are, you know, we've believed, we've received, and we have the kingdom of God inside of us that he wants us to release for, for his glory. And he said, as I am in this world, so are you. And um, so I want to impart. Okay, so uh, let's stand up because we're going to go into Acts 19 on Sunday morning. So cover here just to make, come inside that chapter. Kathleen and Mark have to be up in Oregon, but we're going to distribute those handkerchiefs. We're going to just do some impartation, some uh, transferring, move about, let the Lord do it. But would you, because that vision's now been growing, would you release that over us oh. so we could step into it? <laughs> okay. Okay. I just praise you and glorify you, dear Lord. I, I thank you for the vision. I, I pray that um, for your glory, every word that I spoke, that the eyes be open to this and the heart and the ears and the hands and the feet, every part of the body, Lord, every part. Don't leave any part out. Nothing left out, yes. Lord. Yes. To hear yes. the beat of your heart for your bride to, to come up higher and, and in faith with you, Lord, in you, and you in them, Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let there be an explosion of your glory, Lord, for this impartation is all about you for the special miracles, just like Paul did, just like Paul did. And whatever the Lord is giving you as a point of contact, that, dear Lord, in these prayers, in this um, point of contact, Lord, there would be uh, 
miraculous special miracles just flowing through that river of life just flowing through us yes. oh lord and coming out in life life and more abundantly and i i impart in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit this impartation for special miracles yes, yes, yes. just receive the lord said just believe and receive and and cast out any doubt he said there's no room for doubt in the name of jesus order it out he said i I have equipped you for this season. He said, come up higher. This is a new season, and, and I am bringing you in to what I want to do. This is my tool, he said. This is for my glory, and many people will come into the kingdom and believe. So I just impart, and I cover this impartation with the blood of Jesus. I decree nothing by any means She'll take it away from you in Jesus' name. It's covered with the blood. It's covered with the blood in Jesus' name. And, and Amen. Our anointing. All right, should we see? Do we have time for one more testimony? Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, go ahead, Richard. Where are you standing up? I just found out, I, I've got three neurologists, usually person only has one, but anyways, several years I've been having a lot of trouble in, in my head, um, different things going on Allie, and everything. Give, Allie, and, don't give all those away, I need them for Sunday. Pardon? No, you got it, you can have it, unless you want to give it back, you get a double dose, double dipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the point is the point of contact. I'm also going to do something with tracks. As uh, when um, Larry shared, sorry, I'll, I'll get you back. Okay. Larry shared about what can you do, and the Lord said, "Well, what you know, taking the track, giving it." He, I think that what God's about to do is release through the laying on of hands, release through the passing of God's virtue out of within, the coming out from within us, and for us just to be activated for that outward moving of the Spirit of God to heal, to save, deliver in Jesus' name. And so that's what we're going to do. And Acts 19 is a perfect uh, chapter that explains how that was birthed and born and how it multiplied and increased. So, so that's why I didn't want to do it today because I want to have some left. Because <laughs> she only, only made 25, there's probably 20. But we're going to find other points of contact because God just needs that point of contact. That's kind of what we're hearing. So go ahead now, Richard. Thank okay. you. Just today. So, Three so neurologists. The bottom line is she's talking about miracles and um, so several years now they've been telling me I've been having these uh, TGIs in the brain they're like mini strokes many strokes and and so I thought, okay was nothing I can do about that and so but today I met with the the head of neurology and I, this is where the miracle came in she showed me the uh, one of the MRIs and she said you you didn't have TGIs well, you had a few, but back in July, um, she said, you, you had a major, major stroke. And she showed me the MRI and the thing that where the, it, it's a white dot. And this white dot was huge. And she said, by all rights, I mean, it's, it's impossible for you to be even talking. 
and and they they reveal it's just i just found out today that this was so this happened over a year ago and the funny thing is i've been praying for a miracle and here it is that one of these miracles has taken place already yes. and, and so so I, and this this is what came to me today because i always i always love to thank god for everything and it says this i am calling you to a life of thankfulness I want all your moments to be punctuated with thanksgiving. The basis of your gratitude is my sovereignty. I am the creator, controller of the universe. Heaven and earth are filled with my glorious presence. When you criticize or complain, you're acting as if you think you could run the world better than I do. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. From your limited human perspective, it may look as if I'm mismanaging things, but you don't know what I know or see what I see. If I pull back the curtain to allow you to view heavenly realms, you would understand much more. However, I have designed you to live by faith, not by sight. A loving shield you from knowing the future or seeing into the spirit world. Acknowledge my sovereignty by giving thanks in all circumstances. And so yeah, wow. I just praise God Let's for that miracle that, that I didn't even know about. No, release it. Re let it multiply now. So, so Father God, I, I, I thank you, Lord, that you are bringing forth these miracles, uh, unbelievable miracles, Father God. You said more than we could think or even imagine. I give you the glory, Lord. I thank you. And Lord, let all of us have this heart of thankfulness, Lord, Father yes. God, and these miracles including the United States of America, yes, we're yes. going to we're going to physically see these miracles happen for yes. our country. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Okay, we're going to take our time to break up into small groups, about two or three people to share what we're hearing. We all have a chance to testify, to pray. Today we just read through Mark 14 and 2 Corinthians 10. So I want to share with everybody online. So we've got about seven minutes. Let's go ahead. Take that moment so everybody can share, everybody can give, everybody can receive. Okay, so I'm going to take us over to Mark 14. Uh, I mentioned earlier, and it's 2 Corinthians 10, all about spiritual warfare, walking in the meekness and gentleness of Christ, bringing thoughts captive to obedience of Christ. A whole posture that Paul could operate in the meekness and gentleness of Christ. Mark 14 is the Garden of Gethsemane, starting with the, the, uh, Jesus making a statement, uh, verse 27. And it really pulled me, pulled me into it. Mark 14, verse 27. Jesus said, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. So Jesus is declaring the truth. He's declaring the word, and he's declaring what's going to happen because the stumbling of all the people because they won't be able to follow him at this moment into where he's got to go. But after I've been raised from the dead, I will go before you to Galilee. Well, so he's speaking truth, and Peter jumps in and says to him, even if I all are made to stumble, yet I will not be. So what is that? Peter is stepping into himself and pulling out of his own devotion, his own love, his own will. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you today that even this night before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But so imagine this. This is Jesus speaking the word. And 
Peter's saying, just like what Richard just shared, I think I can do what you're saying we're not going to be able to do. So he says, even if I, he said more vehemently. So he was like going, I'm really, I'm really, this is really, I'm, I mean this. If I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And, and they all said likewise. So you've got a company of disciples trying to move with Jesus to a place he has to follow the Father in. And it's written, it must happen. And he's saying, this is what's going to happen to you guys. And they're saying, no, we're going a different direction. We're going to go with you. And he's saying, no. And what happens is everybody just is engaging themselves. That's the life of being a Christian without the connection and submission to the spirit and to truth, to the word and to coming inside that place of prayer. Today, the Lord's showing me in our prayer time that that what of the kingdom we want to that's coming like what 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 kathleen was just sharing of the special miracles those are not going to happen because we've gotten it together it's going to happen because we've been yielding to him and learning to trust and obey and rest and so the step is now the door the sep the door of separation is comes they all came to a place that was called by the name of Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. And he took Peter, James, and John and with him, and he began to be troubled and deeply distressed. Now, this is what's on the earth today, and you're feeling it more and more because of the intensity of darkness trying to want to become the gross, gross, gross darkness that is prophesied. It says, he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Stay here and watch. So Peter's operating from his soul. Jesus is now beginning to become the offering. His soul is about to become the offering for sin. So he's coming into what's, what's pressing and what's going to be uh, this conflict that's going to try to... Anyway, you can see the conflict. You can see the contrast. He's going, I'm exceedingly sorrowful, my soul. Stay here and watch. So he went a little farther and he fell on the ground and prayed that if it was possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father. I love the Abba. Abba, Father. All things are possible for you. Take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your, your will be done. Now, out of the midst of our soul, our, 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 our me, that's me, what we, what, what we know of ourselves, my will, my emotions, my mind. He's saying, I don't want my will, I want your will. I want it this way, but I nevertheless, not my will, but what you will. So he came back and he found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Could you not watch one hour? So this, the place of prayer is the dependency upon God to enable us to go into his will and to have the grace to obey and the faith and all of the things. Peter has already made his statement. He's already vowed a promise and now they're, they're, they're falling under the power of the, the darkness of that era, that moment, and they're sleeping. Luke says they were sleeping from sorrow. So he said, watch, pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. See, we have a willingness to follow the Lord, but our flesh has not the ability to follow the Lord. And it's only in prayer does our spirit uh, begin to have preeminence and our, our, our heart begins to come back in believing. So again, he went away and prayed and spoke the same words. 
for another hour. And when he returned, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy, and they did not know what to answer him. I told you that Luke says uh, that they were sleeping from sorrow. But it also says of Jesus that being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. You can start to feel this pressing through the circumstances in the earth, around our homes, our families, wherever we are, that are trying to cause us to go down into heaviness, to sleep, to sorrow, to depression. We touched on that a lot in prayer today. And then Jesus, whose soul was sorrowful, he kept, he pressed through and prayed earnestly. So then he came back a third time and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? So they've taken three hours of sleep. He's just spent three hours in prayer. It's enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. So he now is resolved. He's at peace. He's settled in the spirit. He will not have an agonizing moment. He will hold the whole next 20, you know, 12 hours, 17 hours in peace because he has come through and what we always like to say is prayed through. They are now about to lose their place. He says, rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. And immediately while he was still speaking, Judas shows up the great multitude and he said I've got a signal whoever I kiss is the one sees him so uh, verse 45 he jumps up and he says hi, hi rabbi kisses him and then they laid hands on him and took him verse uh, 48 47 I, Peter was I think one of the disciples stood up drew his sword struck the servant and the high priest and cut off his ear and Jesus answered and said hey have you come out to the to the group against a robber with swords and clubs to take me I was daily with you in the temple teaching you and you did not seize me. But listen to these six words and we'll stop for tonight. But the scriptures must be fulfilled. So he declares, why is this happening? Is for the scriptures must be fulfilled. And then listen to these seven words, the, the response of the disciples who are not yet capable of walking with the Lord in this way, in the spirit, in prayer. Then they all forsook him and fled. Jesus, in submission to the scripture, they are incapable. They're trying to get there in their flesh, with their soul, with their will. And now they're being scattered. As he said, strike the shepherd, sheep will be scattered. But it's happening in real time. And it's as simple as how it happens in all of our lives. We can get, we think we can get all the way over there, but we can't. We can't. Only, only through the submission to the spirit and truth in practice of prayer do we come into the place we can walk through into the other side where Jesus is. So I'm going to release a blessing to you and everybody else. So, so you can continue, but I want to release a blessing, close our service, and uh, I'll pray that you're welcome to then continue. Father, in Jesus' name, today you showed us that in the meekness and gentleness of Christ, Paul implored to walk in the weapons of warfare that are not carnal and that to see strongholds taken down. And Jesus, you walked into the scripture's fulfillment in Gethsemane where your disciples tried to get there by their own strength and couldn't. We're asking you, Lord, for the fresh no, uh, awareness of the importance of praying through 
Lord, like Jesus prayed through. In over three hours, he prayed through and out of a sorrowful, depressed soul into a, into a submitted heart that was now able to follow and allow the Lord to have Father to have his way and bring him to the cross. So we declare, Lord, that a new grace would be given to each of us for this next season of prayer, for the special miracles, for the impartation, for the, for the laying on of hands, for what you have this Sunday in Acts 19. Bring it all. Help us uh, meditate and grow in the sound and have anticipation and believe and receive what you're doing and let it now multiply this Sunday and from there on in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.